I guess could it as we just pray. Father, we thank you now for these few moments you have given us. Not that the world spends hours uh, communicating their message to the world. We only spend three hours per week. If it happens, it will be a few services. But we have not outdone them. And Lord, it's only by the Spirit of God that we will be able to fulfill the mandate given to us as the body of Christ on earth. And we thank you that even as you starting the rebuilding and you're calling out your church from within the church you're sanctifying your people you're laying us on a firm foundation and as you prepare the bride in the last days for what's coming we thank you as kingdom embassy house that we are not left behind we are on the cutting edge of that which you are seeking to do in the city of Devon. we thank you father that your spirit rests upon us and Lord God, we are only like a glove, but you are the hand in the glove. You tell us where to move, where to clench your fist, when to punch. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And we declare this meeting in Jesus' name to be where your presence dwells. You are welcome here to do what no man can do. So I declare, our oh, Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom established in the city of Devon. Your kingdom established in our families, in our homes, in our marriages. Father God, because we are your people. We are the reason why the Christ bled on the cross. Why he was sent. He was sent for us. That we may be a blessing. That we may be released into the world to be a blessing. And so, Father, as we gather today, we give you praise. The church said, Amen. Amen. Let's give God a hand. Hallelujah. Uh, I greet you, family. Amen. See? They're coming. A lot of other people still coming. Others are not allowed to come yet. She knows. Just tell them, No. Don't come yet. Come when the Spirit of God says do. Yes. Amen. Then you come. Allah mama zumu. Good to see you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Before we start, there's one relevance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then series of sins as a way of introduction. Allah mama H. Amen. Hallelujah. Babu mi enu yang busisa. Eh. Kulungkulu yasmi. When we are praying for the ministry, we pray that Kulungkulu, you know the people who will, our DNA will blend with their DNA in the spirit. So, you bring them forth. This year was preparatory. And to go full blow next year. Amen. So, all basically everybody here is, is potentially a leader of the ministry. Amen. Yes, uh, but we are trusting God. So, we have been, we've been praying, we, we were praying for God to, to bring people that He knows. It's preordination for them to call labor. How to call labor? To call labor.
called laboring. Yes, Amen. So we, we thank God for that. Now, yes, turn with me, please, uh, to Revelation 20, because what I need to do is to give you a context as to why it is important for us to go through certain teachings. For instance, the one that we are dealing with now, away the covenant is for Meluano. I need to share certain things with you. There are scriptures which are care scriptures. In other words, there are scriptures as a ministry that are just part of our DNA. So I get used to the word DNA. How do you DNA? It's about genetics in the spirit. Amen. So there are scriptures that you must know. One of them is Matthew 6, the Lord's Prayer. They say the kingdom uh, passage there. The kingdom come, they will be done on earth. As it appears in heaven, let it appear down here. Amen. So, Revelation 20, verses 11 to 15. And I'm going to go also to Psalm 40, verse 7. And Psalm 115. Because I want to explain certain things to you before we start. Now, this uh, Revelation 20, verses 11 to 15. It says, Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Now that's plural. The sea gave up the dead which, who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged each one according to his works, then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now, by way of introduction, we need to explain according because everything must be anchored in scripture. Amen. Amen. There are books. Now, Nopamelo knows this. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yes. We're going to be coming back to this all the time. Yes. Until it's fully entrenched. Amen. 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 In heaven, there are books. Out of books. Name one. Now, this is why there it says, The book of life uh, was opened. And uh, other books. It talks about other books that were opened. There's always been an interest of uh, theologians with what are the other books about, what is contained therein. In the other books, we know that it's the book of life. When I receive Jesus to be the Lord and Savior, the Bible says our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. So then there are other books. According to scripture, which we're going to prove in the other two scriptures, which I'm going to read, every human being, Mamu Adel, every human being has a book in heaven. It's your preordained or foreordained purpose. In other words, it's the stuff that you're supposed to do. When we are placed here, it's within a specific time frame. Uh, in eternity, there is a specific year. But all of us, we were preordained in heaven. Pre-ord- our parents were foreordained. Say, so what if uh, I got raped? All we know is that you were in the bosom of Elohim before you got here. 
whatever would have happened if he needed you here because you are you are here to fulfill a specific mandate a specific assignment for him so according to scripture every human being has a book concerning your life everything about you this is why he could say before i found you in your mother's room i was familiar with you i knew you everything i knew you i didn't get surprised when you were born you are my intention i was always intentional about you being here i've always known that you'll come at a specific year and when you were born you had to be born because you are here to fulfill a mission now so every human being has a book a script if you will and for us to walk within that script this is why we need scripture because scripture enables us to walk within the script for ordained and preordained in heaven now we know that families have a preordained purpose we know that churches have a preordained purpose we know that nations there are books for nations as much as there are angels for nations so there is a book when then we go and come over here and say on earth as it is in heaven which i didn't put here it speaks to something there is something already appearing in the presence of god concerning my life and your life now what the enemy does he checks for a deviation our life as it appears now how it deviates from the plan what god had always intended for me to walk in the words prepared for us to walk in he, he checks for the deviation because the when you accept jesus it's step number one you are being drawn now you're going to step into your destiny now you're going to begin your life is going to unfold as per that which is scripted in heaven for you when a prophet speaks a word what he's doing is reading from your script in heaven yeah. he's not just in his brain just pulling something no 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 by the grace of god the prophetic uh, gift god gives them the grace just to get a snippet of what you're supposed to be doing sometimes we just veer off and go off the rails yeah. take a wrong decision you go somewhere without his uh, will and a prophet would then come and would speak when he speaks the purpose of, 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 of a word of prophecy is to pull us back into the line that God wants us to walk in. Say amen. amen. Right. Now, in Psalm 40 verse 7, the Bible says, Then I said, Behold, I come in the scroll of the book. It is written of me. It's Jesus speaking. The scroll. Books or scrolls. It says, it's, it's always been written. Uh, when I came, heaven knew that I was going to come up with it. He was crucified before the foundations of the world. He wasn't crucified practically, but he was crucified in the fact that heaven knew and the council of heaven knew that he was going to come and be, and be crucified. Amen. Yes. Because it was scripted. It's, it's, it's written. Yes. When a prophet speaks, and the Bible says, so that then something happens according to his prophecy. Amen. Right. So the scripture tells us in the scroll of the book, it's written of me. It's written of me in the scroll of the book. That is, it's in Psalms. It's a, it's a messianic prophecy. 
He hasn't died yet. Just like God, my it's, but it's a prophetic uh, scripture. Now, Psalm 139. I'm going to tell you why this is important for us to understand the covenant. Psalm 139 verses 15 and 16. Let your Bible in my frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. When it says the day, it doesn't, say, it doesn't talk about 75 years only. So in your fight in heaven, there's just 75. You die, you live 75 years and then you die. There's just not one number. It's the whole story concerning your life, everything you were brought here to accomplish. This is why the most frustrating thing uh, for a human being is to get here and you realize that you don't know why you are here. It's just so frustrating. Yeah. And there's a hollow thing in your soul. What is my purpose? What is my function? What's my assignment? With all the money in the world, with everything that we acquire down here, when we don't discover our purpose on earth, there's a frustration that it brings. There's a, there's a frustration and a discontentment. So that I can walk in that and I know that I fulfilled my... This is why certain people would leave their millions once they discover their purpose. I'm a missionary or join some welfare somewhere in Africa from America, having been multimillionaires. Because they were multimillionaires, but there was no contentment. There was no peace. There was no joy. Until they step into their purpose. Or purpose. Now, what has this to do with what we are talking about? Having known all this, this is the point. What is it, according to our foreordained or preordained purpose, as individuals, as families, as churches, and as governments and as nations, according to that which is scripted. Amen. But how does God begin to release these treasures to people who are not committed, not committed to Him? How does heaven begin to have a gift? Suddenly he begins to be casting out of devils, that's fine, but you begin to uh, raise the dead. Yeah. The reason why people are not able to handle certain giftings is because they are not in covenant and God is not releasing certain things yeah. because we are not in covenant. Omongkulungkulu were to release the full measure of the glory which he is going to do yeah. once the church decides to walk in covenant with him when people begin to be raised from the dead what pastors do do they begin to put their faces on the yeah. canvas here and they ask you to wear their t-shirts now it's all about them yeah. there are things heaven shall not release until true sons are raised up people of the heart of the father people who understand that every miracle every sign and every wonder is meant to give God the glory is meant for his name is meant to handle the, the Bible says 
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The word hallow means let it be sanctified. Let it be set apart above all other names. When we cast out devils in his name, when we open the blinded eye in his name, when the dead are raised in his name, his name is set apart from other names that are being used. That is his mission. That is his purpose. His name must be set apart. He releases his power and his glory. Not for my name to be set apart from the rest of the pastors in Devon. And I become a celebrity minister. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Let your name be set apart. As your church begins to move in authority, in power, in miracles, signs and wonders. As we do that, let your name be glorified. Let, let in the hearts of the people, let it be sanctified in the hearts of the recipient of a miracle. Yes, Ivan. This is why we said, in the purpose of a miracle when it's defined, a miracle is the demonstration of God's love. That's what he wants us to do. When we come into an understanding of these things, now heaven can see what I have a son over there. I have a daughter over here. Now I can open the sluice gates of heaven. The flood gates of heaven can be opened. And all the glorious things can be poured out upon the church. Because now you are in covenant. Whatever treasure, if, even if God were to send a multimillionaire and he drops a whole lot of money, Omundawi covenant understands what money's purpose is in the body of Christ. This is why there are things, the riches of the, of the sinners, are going to be a transference of riches. We get excited about those things. We are not even in covenant. We have no idea what God is talking, what God is talking about there in the context of that particular scripture. There are things that won't be released upon a church that is self-centered, that, that, that revolves around a certain minister or a certain apostle that is worshipped and idolized in that ministry. Jesus wants his name glorified. He wants the church, he's going to trust with his glory and with his power, with his finances. For he's the possessor of cattle on a thousand hills. And his will for devil shall be fulfilled. And man will not be a problem. As soon as we come into alignment, out of alignment with his heart and with his mandate. This is why we cannot be normal people as kingdom embassy house. We cannot do church. It's business usual. It cannot be. Because we understand that God is separating His church from amongst the church. He is sanctifying. That is why there is a restoration of, of, of repentance and holiness. That is why God wants us to begin to walk according to kingdom culture. And begin to portray and demonstrate His nature amongst the people in the earth. So the reason why this is important it's because there are seasons and there are things, there are portals in heaven that shall never be opened. How do you trust Mama somebody whose character and personality is just you can just you can, you can pin them anyway? How do you how do you pour out 
your parents of great promise that you sacrificed your son to die on the cross for those things to be poured out. So, Ibanda must cease to have a, a casual relationship with God and have a, 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 a covenant relationship with heaven so that God can see that here I have children, sons and daughters. Amen. Amen. Now, I hope you understand why we have to go through this. One night stand relationship now. It won't work. And we pray, oh, Father, I pray in Jesus' name for miracles, signs, and wonders to begin to flow. That's, I, I pray that. I pray that because I've made a decision to walk with Him. Yeah. I need a manifestation of Him. Yes. Hey, but we say we pray. We go on a 40-day fast and we pray. But all I'm thinking about is like I'm praying. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna bring about an explosion in the in the in the in the membership. Yeah. Uh, it's going to ensure that our name is rated amongst the best churches in the city, and uh, our profile as a church. We might even be on TV because the financial muscle will allow us. Because with with more numbers, there are more finances. See, all that is is is, is the soul. Yeah. It's not the spirit. At that point in time, he cannot pour himself out upon such people until we place ourselves on the altar and say, Father, I was created. I was born for your pleasure. I was born for your glory. I have no other agenda. I am not here to build an empire. I am not here to build my own kingdom. I am not here to, to put my name up there. We are here, we were born and created for your glory to preach the gospel. Let the nations of the world know that there is Jesus and he died on the cross. Let the city of Devon know that there is a name that is above every other name. It's the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Now, that particular church that breed, that holy breed of saints, God is raising. Now, he's taking us back. He says, now start again from the beginning. Yes. I know that you have been saved for 200 years. Just, co co just consider it null and void. Yes. Let's go back and start afresh. Let's walk, hold my hand. Let's walk together. Yes. Amen. Yes. Because when we got saved, when I walked into the dome and KCC, truth 91 in February, there is a culture that you begin to absorb there. This is how we do church. This is, this is how you read the Bible. This is how things are done. Uh, it is Christianese. Yeah. We begin to grab the, the language of church yeah. and, the, and the aerobics yeah. and everything. Yeah. But all the time, what God helped me with when I'm at it, I've always been protected from because these five people have been forgot to be forgotten. Uh, and every single one of them will say the same thing. And as a new novice believer, I would feel like, why are you doing the same thing so monotonous, all of you? Why can't you just grab the mic and just tell your stories first, sit down, and let the other person speak? There's been a lot of other stuff. That's just one minor thing. There's a lot of other stuff that happens in, in churches. And I've always felt. 
very very awkward but what god is doing now he is building and raising people of his heart whom he is going to trust with his glory because his glory costs him something it's not cheap the power of god is not cheap well you can go and find it somewhere some guy in ghana can give you something and go and do something here yeah, they will scream but it's nothing it's not the kingdom this is why the bible says the works will be tested with fire that which is of him shall stand that which is not of him shall be consumed amen all right now let's come back to this because of time now god wants us to be in covenant with him covenant is about blood i shut myself in this relationship like we have for 17 years now there is no room for divorce see that's the decision that i make in my own heart you you, you say is, is the relationship perfect no it's not it's not perfect but it's healthy it's a big difference how can you have two imperfect people and then hope to have something perfect you can't have two imperfections and then hope to have a perfection that imperfections don't create perfection so we walk together and we are growing each day together in covenant and we are committed to it amen so our relationship with god should be such that we lock ourselves in and we throw the key outside the window never to be found amen now we're then going to talk about the terms and conditions of the new covenant our terms and conditions every covenant song is melwano it's not just hollow there are things god wants us to understand but it does not end there. Let's just know it. It's just you have just entered the threshold. Yes. You got festive. Now we begin to walk in covenant relationship. We begin to discover who he is. What are his ways? How do I live? I allow him to be in charge totally of everything that has to do with me so every relationship has terms and conditions amen now in what we are going to discuss today they determine whether i am in relationship with god or not can i just check for him again we mustn't put his hands in the friend amen could be more actually but let's just focus on this. It's four things. Uma uikulikolwa. Umugeli kosi Jesu. Jenge kosi nomi sinis. Uma joinangi banda uzalelwe kulo. Ati banda is the body of Christ. We get born into it. Amen. 
There are four things that every believer must walk in. As ukuti, let's just enjoy these four things. If I am to stay in covenant, stay in covenant. Because last week we spoke about the promises. Yeah. Amen. These are the four things that I must stay within. This is how I gauge myself if I'm still in covenant or not. Because you must be able, our relationship with God, same as my relationship with my wife, I must be, there must be measurables. I must be able to see if there's something that's just not going right in this relationship. In getting I'm a call, everything is just easy. We just come to church. We never even go to the Lord and say, Father, am I still walking? And you can sense within yourself, no man, I've, I think I've stepped out off. Yeah. So there are things as he On a weekly basis, on a daily basis, yes. Yes. and walk within this. The first one is repentance, not repentance. When I explain that again briefly before we move on to the other stuff, before the church is uh, closed today. Another one is faith, to call out to faith. Umzwani must live in repentance. Umzwani must walk in faith. Yes. Otherwise, these things shall never be appropriated. We will never experience them and have them as our own. Yes. If we don't believe what he says, we better believe what he says and be convinced of what he says. For us to be able to benefit from what he is giving yes. us. Another one is obedience, out obedience. Tobela, no lalelute, okay, kazonke. Melen was, wilalela, tobela is, we. He must have the final word in every matter, in every affair, everything that has to do with my life. In Piozet, his name, Kakemniki. El Donkin Kaka is, we must rule there. The word of God must rule and reign in every area of my life. For man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. It's my physical body only, but I cannot sustain my marriage on bread, on physical bread. Yet, it needs to feed on something for it to be sustained and for it to remain alive. I cannot feed relationships with bread, but relationships must be fed something for them to be vibrant and to be according to God's kingdom purpose. There are things, and all those things, they must be fed. And according to that scripture, the Bible says it's the word of God. Umamshado is being malnourished. Now it's 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 thinning. That means there is a shortage of the word and the obedience thereof in my one of us is not walking in obedience to the word. When the marriage begins to be sick and coughs and it catches flu, it because I am not immunized properly. Yes, sweet. Amen. So every area. Okay. Now the fourth one is holiness. 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 Yeah. 
I'm going to come back to these ones. I'm just going to spend about 15 minutes to this and then move on to the other thing, which is the seal of the covenant. Now, let's, let's just talk about repentance. Now, next year, we're going to have Ariel Gate coming down from Chobe. Uh, School of Discipleship, we're going to have those four manuals. Yeah. Now, because they are doing repentance for us, which is wonderful, yeah. we're going to hire that hall. That, that's, that's taken care of, but we're going to find a way of incorporating that into, we'll see how we can do that. Yeah. But they will take care of the repentance part. Yeah. But let you my family. We said last week a new testament begins. When the John the Baptist begins to preach to the people, he speaks about repentance. When Jesus begins to preach, he talks about Upenduka. You remember that in your in the New Testament. Now there's a reason for that. Because nations have turned against God. Because now for them to be able to catch the glimpse of his will, they must and face him. It's only when we face him that we see that but I'm not. Now, for me to be able to walk with him, so that I can begin to walk with him. Now, this is why human beings must turn and begin to face the Lord and walk with him. But that's a very simplistic way of defining what repentance is. Briefly, Bazawan, let up to a kingdom living, kingdom life. It does not exist without repentance. I want you to know that. We, we can't even begin anything that God has planned for the nations and for ourselves, for families, for our children. If everything starts at repentance. Everything. We need to learn to live a life of repentance. And another thing you must know, it's not a once-off thing, Lord. It's not a once-off thing. It's once-off. No, no, no. It's not about that. This is totally different stuff, to be honest with you. So every believer must understand this. Now, I want to take you just through a few things about, about repentance, then I'm going to move on. For Zalwan, Upenduga is a weapon, not a weapon. Now we're talking within covenant. Yeah. Uh, for a believer, repentance is a weapon. Why? Because Upendua shuts the mouth of the enemy. Amen. It shuts the mouth of the accuser. Yeah. Because as I've told you before, the accuser, the enemy, accuses us yeah. on the degree or extent to which we have deviated. From the script that God has preordained for us. Yes. From God's perfect standard. God's perfect standard. Now I remember telling you last week that the enemy understands perfection. Remember we spoke about that last week. So we ask what what is perfect. Because according to, you don't have this up there. But just listen to this passage of scripture. So that 
The enemy we are dealing with is called the accuser of the brethren. Out the accuser of the brethren. Mm. Now, Ezekiel 28, it says, Son of man, take up a lamentation from verse 12 to 15. Just write it down. Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfectly perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sadius topaz and diamond, burial onyx, jasper, sapphire, and all these beautiful stones. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. Yes. It's another message with what, what was he covering? I established you. You were on the holy mountain, holy mountain. You walked back and forth in the midst of fairy stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Because of his background of being the seal, it's like S-A-B-S, South African Beauty of Standards. That must authorize something which is good enough to be released into the market the enemy in heaven was a seal of perfect he understands perfection this is why he can see a defect in you from way far he can see a malfunction in you as a person and based on what he sees he then begins to report and he accuses us before god say amen no, he's, he's not a big mouth for nothing. He's a big mouth because he understands standard. He understands quality. I said last week, we can, we can come here and, and, and do as much as we want in terms of our physical expression of church. But he knows that Lucifer was a covering carob. He covered the mysteries of God, the real stuff. So he knows the glory of God. And he knows what God has intended for years. That's why he wanted to take Moses when he was a baby. Because he knew what God had intended for Moses. Wanted to take Jesus when Christ was a baby. He works a generation ahead. So he comes with accusations. Accusations. Now, I mustn't treat this thing as if it's the message of the day. That's the temptation. Because you must move on. But what I want you to know about when you go to young king to Satan before the throne of God in the court of heaven about you carries weight because he is trusted. He is the person who was in charge of perfection. So when he raises an accusation against you, it carries weight. This is why every time we need to begin to live a life of repentance. Of repentance. Repentance. The accused doesn't have the green lights on earth to do certain things. You cannot be released. You cannot step 
into your kingdom purpose. You cannot step fully into your kingdom mandate and your kingdom destiny until repentance takes place. That's when the mouth of the accuser is shut. When he begins to report us to God, he finds us under the blood. Because none of us will actually reach perfection. You cannot afford not to live your life from under the blood. Every single day of our lives, we are people of repentance. Because we understand that we, we're dealing with the enemy who looks at one person default. One person default in our functionality as human beings. And he reports us. And the Bible says, through the blood, the blood of Jesus, his mouth is shut. Say amen. Now once we repent, all these things are lifted. We will begin to walk in your divine purpose. But this cannot be a one-off. This cannot be a once-off experience. I must walk and live in repentance. Say. Another way of looking at repentance is according to the New Old Testament, it's preparing of the way for the Lord. Preparing of the way for the Lord. Preparing of the way for the Lord. Amen. Preparing of the way for the Lord. Let's look at this particular scripture together. Amen. It's Matthew 3, 1, 2, 3. It says, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. In the Kateko Ezakumundo, Omundo Fenera Ains, the Gabinama Potholes, Son sends in the Lay to Notico, even a God, and God cannot lend his heart, his passion, his love is such that he wants to land like a plane hovering in the air. He wants a landing place, a landing street. Irrepentance of Pendoga. Prepares, prepares the way for the Lord, enables him to be able to land. It makes his path to your heart, to your soul, to your spirit. It makes it straight so that heaven can begin to interact with us and for us to fulfill our mandate on earth. Amen. Amen. Now let's leave that one over there and let's go to faith. Another thing that God has called us into as God's people is faith out faith. Kolwa is not a tag that's given to someone who goes to a, some, pen, some Presbyterian Pentecostal what what what. Kolwa is a person who exercises faith. It's a person who practices a lifestyle of faith. Loyal on Jalo, Kutiwa e Kola. Go we are called, having not seen, having not touched him, having not tasted, but he believes, 
She believes that what God says is true. Amen. The passage of scripture we are about to read for me. When it comes to faith, I know that it's Hebrews 11. For me, Romans chapter 4, 18 to 20. There's got, you've got so much there regarding the personality of faith. So faith has a personality. Faith behaves in a certain way in a person. Faith cannot just... If I go into it, it's a sweet sound when I'm in the palace with him. Faith is a voice. Faith has actions. Faith is visible. Faith has a tendency of wanting to step out of you and make itself known. That's faith. Amen. Now, according to this particular scripture, Romans 4, 18 to... Uh, you'll see how far we go. It's that way it says, Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Say amen. amen. Now I want to just speak on a few things there. One, it says, contrary to hope, in hope he believed. Amen. Because situations and circumstances, they're speaking so loud because as I told you one day, Yes. Shumais are out of God's will into fear, to depression. I call it depression. Spirit of depression, sometimes suicide. Because it's a message that the spirit of fear preaches to you. Let it be contrary. Contrary means opposite. Contrary to hope. In hope he believed. Everything in Abraham's life was contrary to what God had said, to what he knew, to the promise that he had been given. So everything, everything. In our case today, in 2019, it will be my children, it be my finances, it could be my marriage, it could be anything, it could be my business, it could be whatever that you can relate to, things which are contrary contrary every person on earth is visited from time to time by the contraries of life yes. things which are going in the total opposite direction than what god had promised you and you know as he called as women's way sweet there's a contrary Everything is just contrary. Now, Labana call, why you must say, Denny, Bazabak, who is good, can't win a Jew who let a lap, but you can't win a lap, Labuza, who's on in Zobuan in Napa. 
Buhanje sishabile. Mpeke nje ubando mtu wangalena kutuwa u. Tumeka mengilazi u. Mpeke nje kutu senjani. Sienze kizito. And you feel so betrayed by heaven. But I am doing everything. This man found himself in that particular place. Don't forget that he was called out of an established culture. And they, they when they mamesaba to these gods, things would happen. Now, friend, was put low When they sacrifice to a spirit, a spirit is bound according to the law, spiritual jurisprudence. Oma esabi that particular spirit must do something. You know, try this the battle of the altars. Battle of the altars. Now, things begin to be quiet. My I die for you. I don't ask you to die for me. It's the other way around in my kingdom. In the economy of heaven. In the economy of God, I spill my own blood for you. I shed, I, I spill, I pour it out so that I can chase you, so that I can have you. Say amen. amen. Contrary to hope, in hope he believed. Let me tell you covenant. Our hope is elastic, it's a, it got, got so stretched. I know my anxious hope was got so stretched. Just keep on hoping. It gets so stretched. And you have just okay now. I've done this. I fasted three days, given my offering a seed. Now it's surely gonna happen. And after having done that, it still doesn't happen. Your hope it's stretched. covenant. is elastic. It must stretch. It stretches. It stretch and it keeps expanding because temba. It keeps stretching and stretching and stretching and it never reaches breaking point. Yes. It has to come to a place where it breaks. This is why sometimes I say, Father, but they have been so much into, into much. Yeah. They've, they've persevered. Can you just have mercy? Yeah. Because certain people do get to a breaking point. After having Suffered so much. Yeah. But we are praying. Father, give us hope that keeps on stretching. Even if you don't step in within our time frame, 
that we have given you. But each time I let you pay. It may not be within our time and according to our calendar. But you are working at it. For your word shall not return to your void. But it shall establish and accomplish everything it sent to fulfill. Say amen. So we covenant are people of faith. I also like this point from the Bible. Bible. He did not consider his own body. How powerful that is. Because there's a message there just locked in that powerful statement. If you look verse now, Abraham and Sarah were old. Genesis 18, well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. She was beyond childbearing age. But when the word of God comes, the Bible says they did not consider their own bodies. Their physical, their physiology. A covenant person is not governed or regulated by the laws of nature. That's what we must understand about faith. He called her a covenant. And she called her. She called her. Our, our lives are not governed or regulated by the laws of, outlaws of nature. I like what Gloria Copeland said many years ago. To Gloria Copeland, anything natural is subject to change. Anything natural in a shame Depending on what is pronounced from heaven. Yes. Because easy to respond to the word of God. And they begin to transform and adjust themselves according to the word released upon it. In we don't pray our word, but we pray scripture. Because circumstances and situations respond to the word. Because So Abraham was fully convinced. Or fully convinced. Fully convinced. Fully convinced. Fully convinced of what? He was fully convinced that God was able to keep his promise. How did God is able? God is able. I don't talk, I'm not talking about intellectual grasping of, of concepts that are theological. I'm talking about an inner conviction. Sometimes you, you choose to believe with tears running down your face. Baba, I don't understand anything. But I am in covenant with you. And I know that you are a God of integrity who does not break covenant. Don't you get excited? No, 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 that's, that's just one level. I'm talking about faith that is bordering on risk. Lord, if you don't come through, it's bordering on risk. So you better come through according to your word or I am done. Yes. 
It's sacrificial faith. It's just, we just believe God just because he says it. I believe. It does not make sense. The laws of nature, when you add two plus two, it doesn't equal four. But because he said it, I will then do it. Amen. What was he convinced of? He was convinced that if he kept on believing, something was going to happen. If he kept on trusting the Lord, something was going to happen. What was he convinced of? He was convinced that if he stopped believing, nothing was going to happen. Because Nagolobul must be convinced of that if I don't work according to the word of God, the status quo remains for the rest of my life. My voice my daughter Nandi will be fighting my devils if I don't break through this threshold by faith and trust God by, by trusting God and breaking through at this level I'm not just breaking through for me I'm breaking through for my children I'm breaking through for their children that their father was able to hold on to God until something broke but if I give up too quickly, they will have to contend with the same devils that I contended with. They're not supposed to do so. I am supposed to slaughter some devils for them. So that when they begin to walk as men, I have died with certain devils already. So they are standing on my shoulders and on my victories. They use my victories as a momentum. For them to get going. Every time I choose to go back. Every time I am tentative. And I won't go full blown with God. I am sowing a seed to the next generation. But when I choose to wake up in the morning. And begin to weep. And begin to cry before God. In the name of Jesus. She was telling me my wife. He wakes up in the morning. He hears me pray. And he goes back to mom and says, I can't go there. Daddy, it seems like daddy is praying again. They must get used to that. It's a culture we establish. Amen. Amen. He was fully convinced. Out he was fully convinced. We need to leave this one and go to obedience. Let's go to obedience. Amen. So repentance, let's walk in repentance. Let's walk in faith. We are people of faith. If you don't exercise faith, nothing is going to move. It is impossible to please God without faith. We are people of faith. We are people of faith. We are people who believe in the impossible. That not only God is able, but God is willing. He does have the resources. He does have the capacity. He does have the power. But he's also willing to do it. He wants to do it. Let us not be the ones who limit him. Let us walk with him. Let him see us walk. Walk the walk. What if he were to answer your prayer too quickly? There are things you would never let. There are lessons. You will only learn in the desert. They are reserved and they are prepared 
for the desert season. Yeah. You will never be able to learn those lessons if God took a shortcut from Egypt straight to Canaan. There were things that were supposed to drop. There were lessons of lessons. Sometimes there's a delay. It's like it's, it's, it's a delay. No, it's not a delay. It's a class. By the time you are done, you are, you are saying, Father, if it wasn't for you, and you know it. If you had come too early, you may have attributed that victory even to some of your connections. Everything just runs dry. Your friends who promised to come through for you, they're not there anymore. All your connections everywhere. They're giving you their word. But God decides to shut those doors. Shut all the all, all, all these supplies. Isn't there? He shuts them. shuts them. We have got a tendency of, 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 of attributing every victory to the people. Cast is the man who's hope, trust. Hallelujah. Go to obedience, not obedience. Obedience is faith in action. It's faith in action. Faith in action. Faith in action. About the number of people who are going to be in the world, I'm going to be in the I remember this one man said, God's greatest need is to be obeyed. God's greatest need. That's not short of worship. Yeah. There's a carol who's in heaven is worship. And he doesn't have any uh, you know, problem with his um, self-esteem that he needs human beings to massage his ego mm. through worship. He doesn't have a problem like that. He's an all-sufficient God. So his need is for his sons mm. and daughters on earth just to trust him. So obey him. Obey him. Obey me. If you obey me, I will release to you the treasures, the heavens, the Bible says. So we are called to obey the Lord. Israel is looking for Christians, Zoom, who are not into much preaching anymore. Remember that saying? It says, Your actions are so loud, I can't even hear what you say. Because your actions are speaking so loud. It's so loud. It's yeah. and noise. Mm. I can't even hear what you're saying. Yeah. In other words, then the little people is born and we It's enough. It's enough gospel. Yeah. You know, OSB. You know what? Where the rapper hits the road from it? It's how you deal with um, a car guard. It's how we deal with the many people. How do we relate with such people? Yeah. How do we relate with someone, you know, just, some, just, according to the levels of society, you know, on a lower strata? That's where, for me, that's, that's, that's how I respect men of God. Dr. Fred Roberts, I told you this before. Dr. Fred was there when I talked to Zina and as a friend. Fred, if if you say hotel alapa, oyster box, whatever it is, I'm 
He has flown here from the stage to preach the Jesus conference. And he's, he hears you. You're packing, you're going on a plane, you're going back home. He's not impressed by your gift. That's not what we want. Because you, you, you preach what you know, but you impart who you are. Oh, everybody knows anything. I mean, I can give you a mic here, you can come and preach a storm, but who cares? But who are you? Who are you? What are you imparting? When you stand here, what are you planting in the soul? This is why when a minister comes to preach in a conference, Umese Hambil is a lot of fornication, people getting pregnant everywhere. This is why I cannot. Now I must be very careful in saying this. Of course, we, you know, you get, like the Lord spoken to me about certain things which I, I cannot do. Okay, there are pulpits that are very dangerous. For instance, you can't just come and stand anyway. Now there's a principle there. You can't just come and stand on a pulpit because you don't know what you are endorsing. So when I begin to pick up a mic and preach in that conference, I am endorsing the foundations of the ministry. Same thing when somebody comes to minister and they their soul, their spirit is full of stuff. What happens is they transfer who they are. If he's struggling with the spirit of lust, whatever spirit, but that's what prevalent these days. What's going to happen is he lays hands on you because the type of part of his life. He lays his hands on you and he speaks words over you and, and he's imparting his greasy on and suddenly you just feel funny. You feel heavy. Thoughts that you never had before. And you're wondering, where am I getting this stuff from? There has been an impartation. Yeah. That's one thing. Now anybody can do that. I told you. A guy with a brandy in his tummy who understands what he is. It's like literature. It's literary text. I told you. If you're sharp enough, you're academic. Oh, you're going to this. Oh, there's a, there's a text. There are characters. Daniel. There's a moral of the story. There could be uh, uh, some, some bad guy here. Okay, what's the climax? What's happening? Yeah. I don't play with it. Most of if I'm charismatic. Oh, I'm gonna tell you steady. And tell you things. Hey, amen. Amen. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy just left his hotel with some girl. And he's full of brandy in his tongue. And just playing with words. No, no, no. Design. I told, I told my wife, don't get blessed quickly. Don't get blessed too quickly. Don't get blessed too quickly. I think we're like this. No, no, don't stand. I think she does that. 
switch on the TV. I'm just, I told it, no, 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 let me check them out. All of them, all these guys about, about the man, please, which was us, or 20, 20, that was on the I can't mention their names because of this. She doesn't watch that stuff. And I tell her, no, 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 no just, just give me five minutes. I just want to spin. <laughs> My calendar. The first thing we say, office like is all. We say, office like behind his, his desk. Okay, I, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm gone. How did we get here? Obedience. 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 Nice We've gone far off. Let's come back to obedience. Out to obedience. obedience. Call to obey God in all things. Now, let's go to this one here. Which is holiness. Amen. Amen. Play the game according to his rules. Yeah. Don't, let's not invent rules as we go along. Mm. Let's live this life according mm. to the rules given. If we can do that and God begins to see that we are working with him, I am telling you, but there is nothing that won't be released upon us. Because he's waiting upon the church for him to begin to manifest himself to the world. Amen. Now, I'm just going to be very brief because of time. Amen. 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 Let me just say this because I'm going to move on because of time. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. It says, pursue peace with all people and holiness yeah. without which no one will see the Lord. Amen. The holiness, sanctification, uncommon. Remember, we, we, we dealt with that last week. Okay. Yeah. Now let's move on. We'll come back to this some other time. Amen. Now before we go, let's deal with something called the seal of the new covenant. Amen. Uh, seal of the new covenant in Jesus' name. It's an outward uh, representation or manifestation of a spiritual truth. I'm, I'm going to show you a few things which prove that we are in covenant with God. Yeah. So every the new covenant has got outward or physical uh, seals that we deal with. Number one is the Holy Spirit. Out the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. The second one, I'm going to go back to that uh, Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Communion. Uh, it's the Holy Spirit. Number two is Holy Communion. Number three is Water Baptism. Amen. Writing it down. Water Baptism. Number four is the Fruit of the Spirit. Now, those are outward things. When we look at the, those things. There are certain physical things that we look at we, and it established that this person is working in covenant with God. Now let me just say, say a few things about the Holy Spirit before we go. I will not cover the, the whole uh, lot today. But next week I must, I, must, I must finish next week. Amen. Spend a communion next week after this. But let me just talk about this maybe before we go. 
uh, Ephesians 1 verses 13 to 14. Uh, yes. Yes. Is for, is not for which is a, it's an idea from the devil anyway. is for the church of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just give me five minutes. I'm going to mention a few things and we're going to pray. But let's start with the scripture, Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. It says, in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed, outsealed, with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of His glory. Now, a Bible to Mongol is our helper, our helper. helper. Mongol has been brought here on earth to help the bride, prepare the bride for the groom. Yeah. For the groom. He's, he's been brought here to, to prepare us, to make us ready. How to make ready? Make to make us ready for the groom. Now, the Bible calls him the helper in John 14. I remember that he's our helper. He helps us. Yes. He understands that we cannot do the will of God on our own because we are natural people. Yeah. We are just normal people. It takes spirit to do spirit. If we are called into the spiritual things to do the things of the kingdom and supernatural things, we can't do spirit without spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who enables us to do and walk in the spirit. So Umwanguele enables us to walk and to live according to the will of God. must have a hunger and an appetite not of the singing choruses and of, of having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Remember that book that came out many years ago by Benny Hinn? Yes. By the Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes. When it came out, it was a beautiful book. Because very few had written uh, about the Holy Spirit. Yes. Uh, Kenneth Hagin had done, and other few. But when Benny Hinn wrote it, he had certain um, dimension to it because he was relating his personal experience. His experience is more than he would be locked up in a room for hours and somebody comes to smear to open the door when he was praying there's a vibration the holy spirit wouldn't allow for the person to enter while he was praying he had an amazing experience with the holy spirit i pray that we have a relationship with the holy spirit appetite and a longing and the thirst for the holy spirit when you are at home on your own Lock yourself in the room and begin to fellowship with him. Invite him, say, Oh, Father God, I need the Holy Spirit. There are things I cannot do. There are levels I can never reach. As a person, as a father, I can't even lead my kids properly. I can't even lead this family properly. If your Holy Spirit is not upon me. The Information is good because this psychologist will tell you the seven steps to peace in your house. But it's the Holy Spirit who brings revelation. He is the mind of God. So he will teach you when I go and submit under his leadership. Say, Holy Spirit, 
me to be a, a better father, to be a, great, a better husband. Help me to lead your flock. Give me revelation and understanding so I can walk in your divine purpose. Out in Holy Spirit. Mom, when he's on earth, to make us ready, a ready people, to equip us with everything that we need to fulfill the mandate of God for the end times. Because must partner with the church. A church that will not lock him in some room and only release him when it suits them. When people begin to scream, it looks good on, on TV. But when the Holy Spirit begins to, 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 to correct you and to convict you concerning your sin, no, he's not allowed there. No, the Holy Spirit needs people are going to God allow him to take over their lives and reign and rule. He is the holiness spirit. He's a spirit of power. He helps us to live and to walk in holiness. Let's stand, Bazwan. Let's just close the door. Avoid that noise there. We are almost done. If anyone doesn't have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. They are mentored and they are tutored by the Spirit. Yes, Lord. We have a problem that we are living in a generation where our young people are mentored by demonic spirits. Demonic spirits mentor and tutor our young people on TV, through programs, and everywhere else. But the Father God has given us the Holy Spirit. Just lift up your hands. I pray, Father, for a bonding to take place right now between yourself and your church. Let the gap be closed. I pray for this bond that only the Holy Spirit can create. Monwele, take us to the place that we are created to walk in. Because of the outward things and because we play keyboard in church. Let us be called the people of the Spirit. Because there is a fruit of the Spirit in our lives, there is evidence of the presence of the Holy Ghost upon us. As it was in the early church. And he told them, don't you dare go until you are endowed and in power. Remain in the upper room until the power of the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me. Jerusalem. Now pray for your people today in this place. Come upon us, Lord Jesus. Aren't you in need of the vessels to reach the city for you? Aren't you in need of those who will go out and make impact in our nation, South Africa? Now it's Kingdom Embassy House. We're waving our hand in the spirit. We say, you're welcome here. 
baptize us in the Holy Ghost. In every single person, let the fire of the Holy Spirit come upon each and every one of us. Let's have a relationship with you. Today we choose to be people of covenant. The church said, Amen. Say hallelujah. Say amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy 